Blog Talk Radio.
Shalom, shalom. I think the music ended. We can go any second started. Shalom, yashala. Uh, um, I'd like to I'd like to welcome everybody out to another edition of Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Rabbi. <clears throat> and uh, uh, with me is Shar. Shalom, yashala. And we're coming out from another Sabbath day to... You know, thank everybody for coming out and and, and for that, on this Sabbath day for the ones that listen to the show. Yeah, um, look, um, let's see. There was a bunch of them that were here. I took them to school. This is your phone. Sorry, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so what we were going into was, you know, we were just like thanking, thanking everybody for coming out or for, for, for the other Sabbath day joining the show. So um, um, thank you for joining the show and uh, coming out and listening to, you know, another edition of Blog Talk Radio, like you said, like we said. Um, but we want to jump into it. You know what I'm saying? I I really don't have, you know, the time and the things I want to go over and into. We want to really start looking at um, where, where, where the direction of where the world is going. So I want you to give me a Romans chapter 16, right? It's Romans 16. Well, not 16, but 13. But what we want to start looking at is we want to start looking at the way the world is going today, you know, from the uh, shooting down of the, I don't know, was that the blimp or something like that they shot down or that, uh, the, that floating aircraft from China? Mm-hmm. You know, those things being happening. And then, you know, as as we keep going through and we keep going through life, I'm looking at one thing, and I, I want y'all to challenge yourselves to look at something. Start looking at how the nations view us. You know, right, right now you have the nations either they're trying to get us to join in, you know, work with them, and join into, you know, you know what they have going or, 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 or their ideas. It's funny that I mean, I'm going this right, I guess, man. Ran to a Hamite sister that was, uh, she came by the event center. She was trying to, uh, I guess, lease it, or she was, trying to, she was trying to do an event at the event center. And her whole conversation was, you know, healthy eating for our people and how our people need to work together. And I'm like looking at her like, we not, you're not our people. And there's, there, were, there were, but I remember at one point being young in the truth, 
and saying those things, right? We're not the same people. But as I get older, the truth is like, wow, we we really aren't the same people. We really aren't. And where we think that these people are our allies and these people are here to work with us, thanks, baby. We don't stop and realize, no, these people hate you. And you are, you've been enemy to, I'm going to say enemy, you, you are not in the equation when this thing breaks down. For them, a lot of them are going home. And the scripture shows that. Uh, there's a couple shots I want you to go over. Let's say go to Romans. Let's say go to Romans. Let me find it real quick. It's in Romans chapter 13 and verse, is it, it's chapter 13, not 16, but 13. Yeah. Let's open them up. Open up my Bible. My Bible's important real quick, y'all. And, um, where we at? Hey, hold on a second. Real quick. Just real quick. Romans chapter 13 and Wait, no, that's not it. It's so, 12. Is it 12 or 11? Hold on one second. One second. It is 13. I'm sorry. I'm 13 and 8? No. Yeah, it is 13. It's 13. It's 11. Romans 13 and 11 is what I want to go to, right? Romans 13 and 11, all right? And then... Um, we're going to start there. Romans 13, verse 11. Right, and we're going to read down to verse uh, verse 14. Give me through 14, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I want to go here, man. Um, Read Romans chapter, Romans chapter 13, verse what is it, 11 to 14. And then we're going to go to um, Romans chapter, Matthew chapter 24, right? And we're going to start at verse 4. Romans, and let me just say this. And what I'm building up to is the fact that there is a mindset now that we have to come out of. And we've got to start now realizing that this is about being deceived. These are the, these, what we're living in right now is what Christ is trying to warn us of, not being deceived, understanding the time, understanding what's going on right now and how things take your mind and your focus. But why does, it, why does all these things have my mind everywhere? What are you trying to keep me unfocused on? Right? So we have, I'm going to start to read that. It's, in, it's in Romans chapter what, 13 and verse 11. Read that. Romans chapter 13 and verse 11. Go ahead. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to wake out of sleep. It's high time to do what? To wake out of sleep. Stop. When we talk about waking up to sleep, when I first came in, it was time to wake up out of 
you'll sleep with your nationality, your history, who you are. And the crazy thing is we have woken up from that sleep. There's a lot of Israelites now that know that who they are. They know who they are. They know their nationality, their history, and they know they, they, they're reading about their purpose of the most high. But what makes them sleep is that I'm not, I'm not aware of my surroundings now. I'm not allowing myself to be humble enough to start seeing that, man, this really is not the time to not be focused on what's going on around you and what you're supposed to be preparing for. Read on. For now it is our salvation. For now, it, sorry, for now it is our salvation nearer than when we believe. So that means that you stop even thinking about what God's saying. It's saying now that just like them, now is the time that you got to get ready for salvation. It's closer than you believe. That means if I have to be saved from something, that means the conditions around me are only about to worsen. So now it's thinking worse. We have to realize, man, our salvation is nearer than we believe. It's time to get mentally ready. And the way the way I look at this too, the problem is, I guess, where we're looking for things to shut down and, and this to blow up. We're looking for a big event. And not looking at the, the big events that have been here. It's not, if it was just one big event, oh, that, that we see right in our face. And okay, we're ready. We got to get ready. We got to do this. We're not realizing this is a mental thing. This is a day-to-day. Keeping my, keeping my, my mental eye open to what's going on around me. Looking at life and saying, hold up, you know, let me look at the things that are important rather than, it's like somebody got you in a, in a, in a uh, what do they call it, a mouse in a, in a, in a, in a wheel, one of the wheels, I'm just going in a circle, running in a circle. Me in America, man, and it's got us running in a circle. Every day I get out, go to work, chase bills, I'm chasing bills, chasing this. I'm chasing, I'm always chasing something. And I'm stopping asking myself, why do you have me chasing it? I'm not enjoying I'm not looking at things. I'm not planning to build anything. I'm just chasing something, chasing something. I could be getting up to work out every day because I'm chasing my weight. I'm like, every day, watching the scale. Or I'm chasing my health. Now you gotta you gotta focus on cleaning your heart. You gotta focus on doing this. I'm like, every day is something different. I'm chasing something. I'm chasing love. I'm chasing relationships and friendships. I'm chasing some some joy, something that's supposed to bring me joy. I'm chasing that, and it stays every day. I find myself doing this, running that wheel and chasing, and I never stop chasing. Let me stop and try to figure out, wait a minute, why are you trying to occupy so much of my mind that this is what you have me chasing? 
You see, we don't, we don't give it up. Romans 13 and verse 11. Mm-hmm. And now, and now that, sorry, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. You know? For now is, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. Go ahead. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. You know? Therefore, cast off the works of darkness. Let us cast off what? The works of darkness. So now, I like what we're going into, right? Because we don't, it's hard to be able to look at what you do every day and say, this is the work of darkness. And then we go mystical like, oh, this is the work of wickedness. No, a work of darkness is somebody that's keeping you in the dark. Somebody making the everyday attempt just to keep you in the dark. Well, we're supposed to cast off. I'm pushing, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pull myself away from all the things I'm giving my mind to that only keep me in the dark. The works of darkness. Go ahead. And let us put on the armor of light. Let, let, me, let me open my eyes. All right? Read on. Verse 13. Hold on one second, guys. One second. Okay, read 13. Verse 13, let us walk honestly as in the day. Hold on, we have to walk how? Honestly as in the day. Let me look. i got to start looking at the reality of things. I have to start, like, opening my mind to the reality of the things that, I've, that are keeping me in darkness. You're trying to, it's like all the things around me that are trying to keep my eyes closed to what is about to happen. I got to get to the point of now, can I walk? And the only way a person can walk with their eyes open is with the scriptures. It's like, it's like walking out in what's important. Mm-hmm. And be honest and ask myself, is this really that important? And I... I'm going this route because, like I said, for the meeting today, so with the hammock lady, and then talking to my rib, and I'm like, man, you know what? We really could chase money all day long. And the more I find myself chasing money, it's keeping me in darkness where I can't see what is important, what should be focused on. And a lot of the day-to-day um, ruts that we live in or we going through, they keep us in that mind frame. It's something that's used to keep you in darkness. It doesn't keep you your eye focused on what is really fit to happen and what I'm really supposed to be getting prepared for. But a lot of us end up getting caught, caught up, because allowed our minds to stay in that place of darkness. Read on. Not in rioting and drunkenness. Say where? Not in riot. Oh, say it. Yeah, we shall that. Romans chapter 13, in the middle of 13. Not in rioting uh-huh. and drunkenness. Where do, those, where do those two things keep your mind? In darkness. In darkness. 
not in rioting. So now every time there's a march, we focus on going to the march rather than looking at this and saying, wait a minute, here's another thing that's keeping our people's minds in darkness. Because, listen, if, if the scriptures say uh, our salvation is nearer than we believe, right? If we know that our salvation is Christ, then we have to realize, okay, what is it? What is it that we're supposed to be doing? Under, what are we supposed to be doing to get ready for our salvation? That's the key question. Darkness is something that's keeping you from getting prepared for your salvation. Uh, Gamora, I got you on there. Man, find me the story of the ten virgins, all right? Yes, sir. That is uh, that. chapter 12. Yeah. But let me, uh, let me, let me find make it. And then we go, then, uh, uh, find it, and after we finish the scripture, we're going to go there, okay? Yes, sir. Keep reading, bro. Not in chambering and wantonness. Uh, this is not in what? Chambering. Uh-huh. And how did I keep it? And wantonness. 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 So when I'm in a spirit of wanting, where am I? In darkness. So you got to look at what, what, this, what, this, what this world is doing to us. This society is designed and set up to keep you in darkness. So the whole time you want this and you want that, you want this, that's what the most, don't be there. Because when you're there, that's what they're using to keep you in darkness, in chambering. Mm. All I want to be is home. I'm trying to be in my chamber. You have them just with chambering? Why didn't you look at the charger for you? I don't see. I didn't see. Real quick. You look at the chamber and I'll grab your charger. Right? No. Chamber to indulge in lewd or immodest behavior. Huh? To indulge in lewd or immodest behavior. So it's like somebody trying to keep me. You look at you look at every time you flip on a Instagram or Facebook or something. You got some chick with her chest out, or she's got her butt turned around. You got some dude trying to flex his muscles, man. Porn sites all over the place. It's a form of enticement, right? It's a form of enticement, right? That's that's. What, what it, well, it's, it is. It's enticement, but it's not. You're being enticed to do all the wrong things. Right. New things like every time you turn on the show now, you got somebody trying to entice you to do homosexuality. 
or something that's promiscuous. Or listen to the music, and the music is always trying to entice you to do something that's lewd. That's that, that's where that's how you know these are all the things that are trying to keep us in darkness. I'm chasing, you know, I'm on, it's on a porn site now. You're like, man, I'm trying to, I gotta, I didn't release, so I'm now all about porn, or or I'm listening to the, the music and the videos, and I gotta be, I gotta be the girl in the video, I gotta be the gangster guy in the video. Or I gotta be. I'm listening to what this is rapping about, man, and I gotta mold my life after what this person is saying. All this, all these things are only designed to keep you in darkness. What, what was the goal of this again? Good morning, you were saying. The uh, what I was saying was it's it's the enticement uh, to do. To do to be disobedient. I actually have a scripture. I actually have a scripture. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, don't, 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 wait, not the scripture yet, because I don't want to take it from where we're going. Because okay. The, the point of the class that we're trying to go over is uh-huh. that there's a lot that we're supposed to be separating from. If we don't realize who we are, don't realize who we are in our purpose. It'll never, we can't realize, we'll never figure out that the Most High is trying to separate us from influencing. You understand what I'm saying? We have to be separated from influences. And from the beginning, the Most High was trying to separate us from all these things, from the, the things out here in the world that would only influence us to follow after darkness, to keep us unprepared for Christ to come back. That's what Moses said from the beginning. He said, I separated you. The whole purpose was to separate us so we wouldn't be influenced to keep following a dark or we keep following our desires or we keep following the flesh. It was about coming out of that. Huh. Um, and we, we we don't realize that we don't stop, we'll never realize that we're playing right into what they wanted what the world is looking to keep us in. Is using everything that we even to the day we think these things are important and that the most high is going to look and say, You're right. Well done. You were supposed to take care of that. Now, you were supposed to be, you were mad because you paid all your bills. And I'm using these things for example. Man, you were, you went out and you found a, a wife and you guys built a, a, a lovely home and everything else. Man, this is what I was trying to get you to do. I was trying to open your eyes to doing these things. That's not going to happen. But we believe that. We go every day and don't realize that we believe that the road that we're on is bringing me closer to the Most High until it's not. Until you realize, wow, this whole time I was walking around in darkness. 
Because somewhere I've let my mind tell me that I am going down the right path. This is why I started just about in that spirit of waking up. I have to now, I have to, how do I turn the light on so that I know that I'll be ready for my Savior when he comes? If my salvation is nearer than I believe, then what am I supposed to be doing to get ready for that salvation when it gets here? We read the scriptures and we're like, oh, yeah, okay, man. It's getting close. It's getting close. It's getting close. We keep saying it's getting close. But what are we doing to actually prepare for it getting close? So I'm going to read that one more time. Sure, I walked out for a second. It's Romans chapter 13. Well, Romans uh, chapter 13. Uh, and verse 13. There you go. Um, let me get it real quick. Okay, okay I got says, it. I got it. it says, I'm going to 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness. That means I'm, I'm walking around either rioting, is when a bunch of people come together, and all of a sudden, anything happens. This uncontrollable shit just breaking out. Cars get turned over. All of a sudden, you find yourself in the middle of something that you weren't supposed to be in. And drunkenness. I'm walking around influenced. And I know that I'm sitting here walking around influenced by other things. I'm under this influence. I'm under that influence. Not in shamery. I'm, not, I'm not, not in my desires. Right? Lewd desires, that was it? That was, uh, yeah. But, but that's not where I'm supposed to be. That means that the desires that I want are greater than to be saved. I'm not running around here getting ready for, for salvation. I'm running around focused on getting my desires. I desire this. I got to get this. Every day I woke up, I'm waking up. If my desire are winning, then I'm going to go get up every day and get myself to the gym or get my clothes right to get to the club because I got to you know, go out here and get women. And I'm and I'm stuck there. That's where I walk. I'm focusing every day on man, you know, getting my kids to college and doing this is that. And every day, that's the that's that's my desire. That's the place I'm not supposed to walk. And wantonness, wantonness, right? Right. What is wanton? Wantonness. Yep. <clears throat> Look at wanton. 
what can this bring up a lot of stage where it's so what's wanton? Wantonness is the uh, uncountable, the state of or characteristic of being wanton, reckless, recklessness, uh, especially as represented in lascivious or other excessive behavior. So lasciviousness and recklessness. Now, if I had to explain to a, a teenager what lasciviousness, they would understand, right? Right. So, understand that. right. So, the next uh, definition is bad behavior that is intentional. Uh, moving or playing, oh. playing in the wind. So living reckless. I like that. I like reckless. Right. You live. You live. The most I said, that's not where we're supposed to be living, right? Right. You know what I'm trying to realize? How the, we we can understand this. These these acts come from a place of darkness, right? Right. Not being the right mind frame. Not. Not focusing on the right things. This is is a we're 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 literally sitting here reading how how America's built. Most people are trying to skydive and 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 trying to climb mountains and skydiving and jumping off bridges and bungee jumping and you're like what the hell? (laughs) Riding bikes, driving cars fast as hell and. Riding bikes, that's what this country is built on. It's built on chasing them. It's like, an, you know what it's called? An adrenaline rush, right? Mm-hmm. I live reckless. Man, I'm putting this, I'm putting this drug in my, in, my, in my system that I know could kill me. But I'm, it's not the fact that I know it can kill me, but it's like, Playing with the edge, living on the edge, right? Right. It 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 I also. It can't. I mean, it's like telling yourself that you are invincible. Right. It's a it's the trait of lacking restraint or control. Wow. Wow. Freedom from inhibition or worry which, you know, basically boils down to recklessness. Yep. Lacking the restraint, you know, just out of control, just like you were saying, you know, riding bikes, driving cars, recklessly, out of control, uh, you know, seeing how many flips you can do from this hill to the next hill, you know, yeah. without landing on, landing on your neck or, you know, every everything, everything is challenged, like, I was just looking at it real quick. I was looking at the news this week, and there was this kid who climbed the Chase building (laughs) all the way to the top, you know, and this is what the news was covering. This this guy who was scaling with no, no equipment, he's just scaling the wall (laughs) all the way to I think which is the tallest the tallest building in Phoenix 
you know, in 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 Arizona, you know, he he made it, but it was reckless, you know, because all it all it all it could have took was a slip of his footing not being stable, and ah, you, you know, a long way, bro. Like, and we, brother, you know, we got people training. They train to do that type of stuff. They'll invest their life to walk along. And getting prepared to do shit is reckless. Meaningless. You know, think about thinking about thinking about thinking about going you start you start you start jumping off of cliffs, right? Right. You start jumping off low cliffs, learning the proper way to, to fall in the water, and then you only go higher and higher, right? Right. Or you, or you go from parachuting out of a car well, not a car, I'm sorry. Parachute out of a plane to going to a tall building out and parachuting from that building. But before it was that, there was a kid right. you know, started doing, he started skateboarding, right? But right. that's just skateboarding where I'm pushing and rolling. I can't just Absolutely. push and roll. No. I got to do tricks. Instead of the kick and the push, you know, you ever, yeah. instead of just push, it's the it's X Games now. <laughs> I got to do, I got to flip my board. I got to ride a, a, a side, I got to jump down, jump off the sidewalk. Then I got to jump off some stairs. Then I got to make my board slide on the wheels at an angle down a walk rail. Right, on, on the bar that you hold. Just to walk down the stairs. <laughs> right. But you know, you know what I do that? I'm doing that. I'm getting hurt. It's about getting hurt and getting back up. Getting hurt and getting back up until you, until you master this. Climbing, everything else. I started out just rock climbing, and I started building my strength up to where I can now hold the rock and hold my body weight. A hundred feet in the air. Right. I, I gave my life to that type of training. Every day I'm out there working at this, working at this, working at this. You know the most I call that? That's not where he wants us walking, giving ourselves to. Don't give yourself to tamery. Don't give yourself to wantonness not to strife. We don't give ourselves. We're not walking in strife. Every day the focus is about a fight and an argument, not an envy. I look what everybody else has, and every day I'm mad because I don't have what the next person has. These are the places that we're not supposed to be walking in, right? Verse 14 says what? Uh, Romans chapter 13 and verse 14 reads, But put ye on the Lord, Yahweh Shai, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So how, what does he mean by putting on the Lord, Yahweh Shai? We understand it's the Bible. We understand it's the scriptures, but, huh? We un- right. We understand the armor is set to protect. 
We know that the Lord, Yahweh, shall be the word, the Bible, the scriptures, right? But how do you put, if I'm not supposed to give my mind to these things, the wantonness, the drunkenness, the strife, the envy, what should I be putting on? Or is there an example in the scriptures? Right. You should be following the example that he left for us. That's why in. I have people look up the the, the, the story, the, uh, the the parable of the ten right. virgins, because right. you look at you look at the example in that story is mm-hmm. five virgins that got themselves ready for Christ, and five that were making making provision for the flesh. Right. There was no preparation. When you put something on, you're trying to. You, you, this is what you're using to prepare yourself for the for your salvation coming. And the scriptures give us an example of preparation for the salvation coming. You have the story? Karn, I do. <clears throat> it's in uh, Matthew chapter 25. And you did you want from one? To start from uh, one? 25 and one? Hold on a second. Matthew 25. Let me see. We're going to be one down to. Um, um, We're going to read down to verse 14. Yeah, down to verse 14. 1 to 14. All right? Yes, sir. Matthew, Matthew chapter 1 to 14, because this is about preparation. The proper preparation for, this, for your salvation. You understand? Know That's what we're reading. We're not... We're not at this point, we have to start looking at man. Maybe that he said our, our salvation was nearer than we believe. One second. All right. So we're going to go to Matthew chapter 25, right? Because the point we're getting at is if, we're, if our salvation is nearer than we believe, and the, the most I was trying to tell us, or Paul was telling us, all the things that I'm not supposed to walk in. Don't walk in chambering. Don't walk in wantonness. Don't walk in strife. Don't walk in envy. Those are all of the things that keep us in darkness, that keep us un- unprepared for our salvation to come. So what was, I like this, this story of Christ in, in the gospel because Christ was telling them, what they were supposed to be doing, preparing for the salvation, for the salvation. And it's going to show us what the salvation was. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 1, read that. Uh, Matthew chapter 25 and verse 1 reads, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which uh-huh. took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Well. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. 
they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Uh-huh. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. For the, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. So we just did it 13. But the point is that we don't know when Christ is coming back, and there was supposed to have been a preparation. So you look at the condition we live in and the world we live in right now, the world is designed to keep us unprepared for that time when Christ comes back. It's, it's, it's designed to occupy your time. Occupy your mind. Put you in a position where you're wasting your resources. It's bad. All of this was bad. It show you that all of them were 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 had lamps. They all had lamps, and at one point they all had oil. <laughs> it says, and they that were foolish took their lamps, but took no oil with them. So the whole time, I was not preparing. I had the lamp, but the whole time I was supposed to be taking, I was supposed to be collecting or, or getting oil, I wasn't doing it. And while the bridegroom tarried, it's they all slumbered and slept. We all, they lived the same exact life, but five of them, five got ready. They had the lamp and the oil. They understood that this is still about the bride coming, rather the bridegroom coming. They never lost focus. But you had five that did what? While the bridegroom carried, they totally lost focus. Mm-hmm. They ended up, either they didn't, when they were supposed to be collecting oil, something else was more important. Something, they were supposed to be putting something together that would now, when it's time for them to to now go out to meet the bridegroom, they were able to go do it. That's what the scripture says, and wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy time and strength of salvation. So where was my wisdom and knowledge being built up? 
so there will be enough wisdom and knowledge for me to make it. But while problem is now, the ones that were working and now trying to put, they continue to try to put, try to grow in wisdom and knowledge so that they can now make it. You had a lot of us out here that ain't growing in wisdom and knowledge. But you know what I'm going to be expecting? I'm going to be expecting that the person that was growing in wisdom and knowledge and understanding, that was working on putting something together so that spiritually he would be able to survive until Christ came back. The ones that were foolish and sitting out here focused on everything else, I was expecting the ones that had made, that were wise to sit and now I need you to get me, to give me, to help me get here. Mm-hmm. Help me get there now. Only, the only thing the wise could do is it's not enough. I can't get me and you there. We both have, we're both coming from the same source. We were both supposed to be getting prepared because we knew what we were here to do. We're all brides. So we know what we're supposed to be getting ready for. So when I didn't make that the focus, now there was no way that I can now get you there. You have to get you there. You can go back to the source and see, maybe you have enough time to get what you need to get you there. But no one, this is about preparation because this is happening. So I'm supposed to get myself ready to get myself, to, to, I got to get ready to save myself. When you could, when they came back after going and finally getting what they needed, it was too late. Christ was already there. I don't know who you are. You should have came in with the rest of them. You should have been getting prepared with the rest of them. I'm loving what we read. It says, "Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor hour." We're in the son of man coming, right? Come. Now hold on, hold that real quick, right? The one no more let that one go because I love the focus we're going at. This is about Oh yeah, man. Listen, go to Matthew chapter twenty four now, right? Let's go to Matthew 24. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can let that one go, Gabar, and then go Char. Char's going to get Matthew chapter 24. And I want you to, he's going to read verse 3. Matthew 24, verse 3. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall things, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Yahweh shall answer and said unto them, 
Take heed that no man deceive you. He said, this is what we understand. He said, take heed that you don't get tricked, that you don't have someone keeping you in darkness. And that's all that's happened. We watch from the, from the lack of information, from the lack of things being shown to us, from the lack of studying. Everything that we do, we're, not, we're allowing society to keep deceiving us like everything is okay, like you got time. Go ahead. Uh, for, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. Mm -hmm. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Stop right there, the first one. For many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. You have all these false prophets that have you focused on serving them. You know the first step to knowing that this is a false prophet? This is a false Christ? Because Christ was coming to deliver us out of here not keep us here. He was supposed to deliver us out of the condition that we're in, not keep us in the condition that you're in. He was going to walk among us in this condition? Like he going to come, he died on the cross to come back to be a slave. He died on the cross to come back and be cursed. That's not even scriptures. So we have to take heed that no man deceive you, for many are going to come like they got spiritual power, like they have the focus and, and they, are, they, they are Christ. And people don't follow it. Go ahead. See that ye must not, yet that ye be not troubled, for all these things will come to pass. But the end is not yet. He says, if you shall hear of wars and rumor of wars, see that ye are not troubled. For so these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. We are, everything that we're going through, we're looking at, taking it out, looking at, the end is not yet. You got to prepare. The end is not yet. Read on. Verse 7. Yeah, I'm sorry, for page. For nations shall rise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms. And there shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes in divers, pla in divers places. Uh -huh. yeah. All these are the beginning of sorrow. Then shall they deliver you up to be, up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Uh -huh. And then, and then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. Verse 12, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end. But he that shall endure unto the end. Uh-huh. The same shall be saved. So how is it that I'm supposed to be enduring? Yeah. Wisdom and knowledge. It was going to be the stability of my time. Not allowing myself to get caught up. And everything, this is an influence that this world comes with, 
and our people get caught up in that influence. But we are supposed to be working on enduring until the end. The same shall be saved. Read. In this gospel, the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. And this, hold up. So the whole time, as all these things are going on, what is supposed to be happening? Yeah, the gospel is supposed to be preached. But every time we get caught up looking at the things that are going on and and the condition that we're in, the sorrows that are going on, the one thing we stop doing is spreading the gospel. We stop teaching. And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. We so focused on what we're going to lose and and what we don't have. We're not realizing the closer we get to the end, all this is going to be, all these things that we're going through are designed to stop you from teaching the gospel. But you, if you don't open your eyes and look up from the Internet to everything else, this gospel is going out to the world. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. We're sitting here with the source that now the word can get out to the whole world. And you look at brothers in different parts of the world. Camps opening up all over the world. At what point do we stop and say, damn, the gospel just had to get out to every part of the world. We're not looking at where this thing is spreading to. So when I'm focused on one thing, I'm not looking, man. Christ for the this Christ already laid out jewels. This word's gonna get out. When it reaches the when it reaches the whole the world. Four right, the four corners of the earth. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. The internet has the ability to reach the four corners of the of the world. You look at camps opening up in different parts of the world. At one point, I first came in, I don't remember camps in Europe. I remember brothers bringing out archaeological facts from Europe, but I don't remember them having camps in Europe uh, right. 30 years ago. All of a sudden now, there's camps. You look and you see brothers in London and everything else. Camps in Africa. Camps in Turkey. Camps in South America. They've been South, brothers in South America for the last 20-some years now. Teaching in Portuguese and Spanish. Camps in 
system is going everywhere from South America to Central America to North America to Europe, China. We have been, this is getting everywhere. He said, then the end was going to come. Read 15 now. Verse 15. When ye therefore, when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Whoso readeth this, he said, let him understand. Verse 16. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with children and to them that give suck in those days. But pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Pray that you don't leave. You don't leave in the winter. And don't leave on the Sabbath day. Read on. For then shall be great tribulation, such as, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Nor this is no, nor ever shall be. Go ahead. And accept and and those days should be shortened. There should no flesh be saved. You get to look at his Twitter telling him, he's telling him this is a future prophecy. This is how bad this is going to be. I'm reading it literally like that because we're not stopping to understand that we're supposed to be reading, if we're reading this, we're supposed to be understanding that this is going to get worse. And then when the end comes, it's only going to be worse. Christ's not coming back as the lamb. He already came as the lamb. He's coming back as the destroyer. We're not getting ready. Verse 23, I'm in the oh, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Go ahead. Then if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. Go ahead. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Go ahead. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Mm. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, yes, for as lightning cometh out in the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. You said, you go, you go, you see the sun? Rise and set, you're going to see me clearly. I ain't going to be hiding in no secret chamber. I ain't going to be in no desert. 
You, you can do straight. I'm not going to be in no spiritual realm. I'm not going to be, wait, Christ is coming, but he's coming. That's metaphorically. That's, he's coming to your heart. No, you're going to see him clearly. <laughs> when he comes back, you definitely going to see him clearly. You may have a sword through your heart, but <laughs> you saw that That's about the only thing going through your heart at that point. But, you know, we're looking at how if this thing is supposed to get, when we're reading, Christ is telling them this is going to be so bad, you, he said you're going to flee to the mountains. And he, he, he used Judea as the example. Let them which are, which be in Judea, because we know we ain't in Judea. He said flee into the mountains. Let them that are on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. So everything else focused on building. And I had that eighty. I got an eighty-five inch TV. <laughs> you got you got to catch trouble. Hold on. Let me lock my door. For what? <laughs> Everyone is ready to go. Okay, even do about. I got to go pack my clothes. He says if he'll return back to take his clothes. I got to get some traveling clothes. You put the move with what's on your back. Instruction, it says, instruction unto them that I would and to them who give suck in those days. And pray thee that your flight be not in the winter. Neither on the Sabbath day. In the morning, you look at we are, This is why he's been telling us to open your eyes, get ready, get your mind and your spirit ready, get get to work. The gospel is reaching. Is don't get to where it's supposed to get to. There's nothing that's going to stop that. This is getting out to the whole world. Then the end is coming. Nothing can stop it. So if we, if we already know this is the inevitable. The only thing that I was, you know, if, if there was anything that I was, if it was my land I was focusing on or if I was focusing on um If I was focusing on my land, or I'm focused on building my home, or I'm focused on it, uh, you know, make sure make sure that I got my credit straight. I mean, I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm not gonna tell you you're supposed to mess your credit up and do this that. I'm not gonna tell you any of those things. You're supposed to be ready. You're supposed to be ready to go, ready to move. You look at as things got bad, am I ready to go? <laughs> you know what's crazy? The nations, <coughs> they're ready to go. 
and they try to build up bunkers. And these, well, I'm not going to say the nations. I'm going to say the elites. Motherfuckers are trying to get out. They're going to get out of America. They're going to try to get out and think they run into the next place. You got people trying to get back. I'm trying to move. You know what I'm starting to read from this? From this, Everything that we are fighting to hold on to make important in life, you have to be prepared to lose it. It's not going to be there. You're not going to be able to go back and get it. That means whatever is going to be happening here, you're going to have to leave. And you got, you, this is about being prepared to leave. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. I was supposed to be prepared and ready to go. Great thing is, I, I, I'm, I'm saying this on air, but don't quote me. Do not quote me. If you would think the money that I'd be invested into buying me a house, I should have bought me a camper. <laughs> so at least I got me a rolling home. A traveling home. Because that man is ready to flee. These brothers that have gotten out. The people that have, listen, you read the uh, people that have, that if, if, if our moves are setting up something in a different place, you look <clears> at the Mopar and they have the right spirit for what's needed to help us. But there's even supposed to be, there may even be, this where it may be the time to be unified with each other because you don't know what resources you are going to need and you're going to need that other, that other, that, those other Israelites. We are going to damn near have to work together just to now survive, just to make it out of here. Good walk a while? Yes, sir. Are you there? Yeah, now we first saw, um, No, read verse 28. Huh. Um, Matthew chapter 24. Oh, I'm sorry. 29. Just jump to 29. Okay. Uh, Matthew chapter 24 and verse 29 reads, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Go ahead. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So he's going to gather together what? His elect. And they shall gather together his elect from the full winds of the, for the full winds, from all, from one end of the heavens to the other. Go ahead. Con 32, it says, now learn a parable of the fig tree. When I'm, his sorry, branches, I'm sorry. Well, 
Now, 31 is where we at the end, right? You have to look at the fact that this is not been to be, this don't sound like something that's designed with what you built on this earth in consideration. The thing that we should have been focused on building is those relationships. Because if we have to leave, then this should be about building uh, relationships so that we can be able to leave together because everybody's going to leave. This is we talking about World War Three. This is here. You talking about destruction? This place is going to be destroyed. We're supposed to be focused on being together and getting out of here. Self-preservation, nation preservation. That's a better word, right? Kai. Nation preservation rather than self-preservation? Right. That's exactly what it is. On, we should be working on gathering together and being in order with being able to be with each other, working to now make sure that the one, everyone around us is in order with the most high. So when it's time to go, we cannot get up out here and go. Because this don't sound like something that you can go in your house and just close the door from. This don't sound sound like something you can buy your way out of. This is not what it sounds like. This sounds like something that we got to be prepared to leave. The investment should be how do we get out of harm's way? And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds. That means that means if I was know that I'm the one in it doing the work of the most high, I wasn't trying to it wasn't about self preservation. I'm trying to save my clothes. You have to leave them. I was trying to save my house. You had to leave it. I was trying to, you know, call and make call the job and make sure everybody uh, is anybody gonna be at work tomorrow. I know things looking bad, but I still got to go to work because I still got bills to pay. You gonna end up leaving all of it. How do I preserve? The nation. How do we now help preserve the elect? Because we got a lot of foolish Israelites out here still focusing on how they don't get to work tomorrow, how they don't get to work the next day. You know, it's crazy, too, but it says that except those days be shortened, it says there shall no flesh be saved. You look at today, look at the time now, it's like the days are flying. The, the days are not flying, but, but people is dying. Oh, brother, the days are flying. Uh, and they're you flying. Say the map, and people, you, you know right. I say the days, you say the days flying out? 
Right. Because people will be on their phone to everything else. You, we waste so much time. And hopefully, you know, the, the, when I'm looking at this thing too, I, except those days be short, we, ask, we want the Mosaic to leave. Don't make this tribulation go on. Come on. I'm not looking. I don't want a 30-day, I don't want a 30-year mortgage. I'm prepared to be here for another 30 years. I'm not waiting to, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, get my family together and I'm, I'm going to do this, this, that, and, you know, I'm going to get my kids through college. I'm not waiting for that. We're we waiting for all that to go on. Man, it's $25 for a, a carton of eggs. <laughs> Right. That's the only thing that's going to happen. It's only going to get harder to live. The most already said, those, all this suffering have to be, these days have to be shortened. Not the actual day, like the time in the day, but that condition. Except that shortened, no flesh is going to be able to be saved. All we're going to do is starve. The most high, he's coming for our sake because we won't make it. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. That condition does not have to extend out. We're not dragging this thing out so everybody's gone. These are all the things that let us know that the end is coming. The thing that you're fighting to hold on, you're going to have to leave it. The thing you're fighting to build, you're going to have to let that go. Hold on a second. Right, from there, you should have something real quick, man. Okay. One second, one second. I'm going to find the pair of the same. That was Matthew 24, right? Yes, sir. Check this out. I'm trying to rush because our time is coming close. <laughs> In about 50 minutes. Um, watch this. Matthew 24. Let me see if this works. Hold on one second, you guys. Hold on, one second. Let me see if I have it. I'm sorry, guys. Wait one second. Luke 19 and Mark 11, chapter 11. I'll get Luke 19. Look, let me see something. Come on, computer. And, uh, what I say, Luke 19 and uh, uh, 
19 and then you, uh, you started Mark chapter 11. Mark, uh-huh. Mark chapter 11. Um, Which parable are you are you are you looking for? This the this the parable of the talents. That's what that was. The oh the parable of the talents. That's not what I was reading, but that's not. Um, that's not the one you want. Uh, okay. Hold on a second, man. Uh, the parable of the vineyard? Is that the one you're looking for? No, not the vineyard. It's not the vineyard one. Um, um, you know, we just talked about the talents. Uh, was it Luke chapter 9, verse 11? Okay. Luke chapter 9, verse 11. Yeah, man. That's it. Okay, Luke chapter. Luke chapter 19, verse 11 and 12. Um, let's keep reading. We're going to read down to verse uh, um, 21. Luke chapter 19. Right. Con. Luke chapter 19 and right. verse 11. I got it. Okay. Read it. Luke chapter 19 and verse 11. Uh-huh. And as they heard these days, he asked and spake in a parable because he was not. Read it again. As and as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable, because he was nigh to Jerusalem, and because they thought that the kingdom of the Most High should immediate, immediately appear. Okay. He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive by, for to receive for himself a kingdom, and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. He's going to gauge your work. Your work. He told you to get busy till I get back. I gave you the challenge to get busy till I come back. You have 
It says, and the citizens hated, and his and this is, but his citizens hated him, and sent a message after him saying, "We will not have, we will not have this man to reign over us." I'm not following Christ. I'm focused on living my life. Mm-hmm. This is not the direction I want to follow. It says, and it came to pass that when he had returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him. Go ahead. Um, uh, to whom he had given all the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Agreed. Then came the first saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he went on, and he and he said unto him, Well, thou good servant. Well, thou good servant. Well, thou good servant. Because thou hast been faithful in a very little, hast thou sorry, have thou authority over ten cities? And the second came, saying, Lord. Thy pound has gained five pounds. I took you one pound, and I gained five pounds. Read on. And he said likewise to him, Be thou also over five cities. And another, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound which I Go ahead. here is thy pound which I have kept laid up in a napkin, for I feared thee. Because thou art an austere man. Uh, austere man, go ahead. Yeah. Thou takest up that thou layest not down. So you don't take up what you didn't lay down, go ahead. And reapest that thou didn't didn't sow. We were supposed to be the one laying down, and we were supposed to be the one sowing. Read on. And he said unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee. You knew what I wanted. You knew what type of man I was. Go ahead. Thou knewest, sorry, I will judge thou with, sorry. And he said unto him, out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an astute man, taking up that I did not lay down, and reaping that, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore, then givest not, Thou my money into the bank. He said, wherefore then give us not. Why didn't you give my money to the bank? Read on. That at my coming, I I might have required mine own with usury. Right. So why didn't you take my money to somebody who knew what to do with it? What was the investment? What did you build? Go ahead. Verse 24, and said unto him that stood by. God spoke to the other ones that were standing by working. Go ahead. Take from him the pound and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. He already got ten pounds. Go ahead. For I say unto you that unto every everyone which hath shall be given. That unto everyone which hath shall be given. Shall be given. Go ahead. And from him that hath not, even that he hath sorry, even that he hath shall be taken away from him. Go ahead. 
but those mine enemies. He said, but those mine what? Mine enemies. So how do we become an enemy of Christ? By not building, by not working. He's expecting, if I gave you the wisdom, I'm expecting something. I'm expecting you to show works. Can you to show what you've done with the talent or what you've done with the pound or what you've done with the ability that I've given you. But those my enemies, which would not, that I should reign over them, that's how we show that we don't want to be under Christ. I'm not going to now build and do the things that you are requiring. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm building for me. The only thing that you do when you start looking out for you and building for you is you made yourself an enemy to Christ. But those my enemies that would not that I should reign over them, bring hither, read on, and slay them before me. And when he and when he had thus spoken, he went before, sending up to Jerusalem. So he left. He left. Let I let let them know this was the focus. This was the focus. This is about us understanding that when he's coming, what is he expecting? Well, even if, and you all look at it, he said, he, I did one pound. I was just expecting you to produce. Have something for me. Have something that represents me. How many camps did you build? How many schools did you build? How many, how many brothers and sisters did you wake up to this knowledge? Have something for me. Not just took care of the word, y'all. I took care of the Bible. I took care of the knowledge that you gave me. I studied it every day. I studied it every day, but I didn't pass it on. I didn't build something that was for you. I forgot who I was serving. Or I don't like the fact that the laws and the things that I'm not required, I'm not allowed to do, they're not letting me serve the Father the way I know I'm supposed to. I don't want to. I don't want to follow these laws and these ways. I don't want to submit to that. I will not have Christ. I will not have Christ reign over me. He said, "Bring him hither and slay him." That was Luke, right? Yes, sir. What other one I gave you, Mark? Um, you you gave me Mark, but you it was Mark eleven, chapter eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's okay. Cause the show's almost over, man. But our, our point is now: the time I waste not investing into doing this work. I mean, it's getting to the end already. 
if, if, if this, um, the gospel has to be spread, should I, you want to get your butt on a YouTube show. Get on a blog. I'm going to get on something. I'm going to allow myself to be a part of that gospel being spread. I'm taking my power. I'm taking my ability. And I'm trying to use it to add. The most I give us a lot of opportunities. People come your way, need the most I need the truth the whole time, but I could have dropped it on them. But I didn't make that my focus, and I have buried my talent or my ability because I'm making the job and the, the home and the family and everything else more important than my, what I'm supposed to be building. But with the income, if I come back, I got to answer for my decision. I don't, you don't have to answer to me. I mean, what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell every man, a woman in time, <laughs> every brother, every sister, I'm going to tell you, you're right. You focus on the right thing. If, that is, if that's important to you, then you're doing the right thing. Problem is, it ain't my kingdom to give away. I'm not the one coming back with the kingdom. I'm working for the same thing you're working for. But if I build my talents, the only thing that's going to happen is the ones that do the work, give him that ability to Give it to this person. You don't want to rule? No problem. Give it to this person who wants to rule. You don't want to lead? No problem. Give it to this person who wants to lead. Everyone else, I just threw my life away. And I like what the most, most I'm looking at. He's, there are certain people that were elected. I was chosen. You were chosen. You chosen to do a job. Most people don't realize doing the job, your life comes to you. The fact that I still remember the job that I was supposed to be doing. If I'm using one, I use my job to get me out here to do more. There's a lot that we can do as being able to now work together now as a body stand before Christ and say, this is what we did. We took our talents and this is what we put together. And let that speak for us in front of Christ, in front of the Most High. That's what we're supposed to be here doing. So with that, I'm not going to carry it along. I know the show's probably just ended, but we want to thank everybody for joining us, you know what I'm saying, um, for, for, for tuning in. I hope that we're edifying. I hope that we're inspiring people to keep getting out here and do this work. People, we're close. The gospel's getting out, but you have to do your part to get it out. So if it's handing a person a piece of paper, a piece of literature, then hand it to them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take nothing from you 
to hand somebody a piece of literature and say, hey, you know what, tune into the show. Let me open my Bible up and show somebody a scripture, man, to get them to wake up to what they're supposed to be doing, to their nationality, to their history, to who they are. Our job is to help our people, to save our people. Information, getting them, teaching them about the Most High, just going to save them. We're learning one thing, man. We can't serve everybody. Not everybody wants to serve the Most High. Everybody wants to take their ability, take their talent, take their resources, and have to do the build for the Most High. But if we try to make it to the kingdom, if you're trying to get Christ to say, well done, my good and faithful servant, that is the word. Those are the words that we're working for, end to end. If you don't have this man something, how can he say, well done? You didn't put anything in my hand for me to look at to say what? Well done. And if I can't do it by myself, then as a body, we can now as a body present what we've done. Well done. Because those are the words we're looking for. So with that, I'm going to end the show. I'm going to thank everybody for joining in and listening to us. And we're going to ask everybody to keep watching the shows and go through the week. Mashaba, Tajikai, Zaki them in Houston, Warren them in San Antonio. This ain't the time to be head tripping. This is the time to get into a camp where now even if I am contributing with those brothers and we're working together, we can hand something to Christ that says, well done. We never had to work by ourselves. Well done. This is what we did. This is what we contribute to every day. We're not supposed to say, well, Lord, I knew that you were an austere man. So I wrapped your talent, I wrapped your ability, I just held on to it and made sure that I gave it back to you. Everyone is going to be requiring usury. But he never said we didn't have to, we couldn't work together. And we all worked on something that we handed that. This is what we were responsible for. This is what we dedicated to every day. This is what we worked on. These are the people that we worked on. We handed this to you. Well done. You didn't come. I didn't come back, and you were empty-handed. That's what we're working on. That's what I work on. Putting things together so that we can be able to say what? I have something that I was working on that I can present to the Most High. So with that, we will end the show. We want to thank everybody for joining in. We'll see you on next Sabbath day. Shalom. Shalom. Mm-hmm.